of news and information. I'm your host, Lila Shivshankapraget, and as ever, I'm joined by, wait, what? Porter Robbins, our sports correspondent? Hello, Lila. Hello, everyone. Where's my mama? I think she's on the beach with my mom. She said since I've got the big news story this week, she'll take a break. Huh? Who's gonna edit? Don't worry, Lila. We got this. Porter! Oops, wrong button. Go on, Leela. Uh, okay. This week, revolutionary high-tech mouthguards could change the way athletes play high-impact sports. Also, how do the surfers and skateboarders of the world feel about their sports now being part of the Olympics? This Sunday is International Cat Day, and we have some perfect high-tech news to celebrate. And you won't believe what a South Carolina Turtle Patrol just discovered. Yes, you heard me right. A Turtle Patrol. Let's go. But first, let's start with the The big news story of the week. Well, Leela, this story is quite a mouthful. But you are sports correspondent, not our food reporter. Okay, let me back up. Did you know that many sports can cause serious head injuries? What, like a ball hitting your head? That's gotta hurt. Yeah, it does. Trust me. But I'm talking about this. And this. Or, obviously, this. Ow! Oh! What is this, a fight? Pretty much. I'm talking American football, rugby, and of course, Boxing. All major sports with lots of fans, lots of money, and lots of injuries. Ouch! You said it. And the worst injuries are the bumps that come hard and fast to the head. Those are called concussions. They can give anything from headaches to problems with concentration, memory, even balance, and coordination. Most of the time, the effects are temporary. But there's growing evidence that multiple concussions can cause long-term brain problems. Uh Uh-oh. Then why do it? Because people love playing and watching the sports. But the good news is technology is coming to the rescue. Oh, oh, oh. This is a sports meets tech story, eh? Yup. High-tech computer chips are being placed in sports equipment to monitor head knocks. First, they put them in helmets. But that didn't work. Why? Well, get this. Turns out helmets move differently than human heads do. Who knew? So, the data collected from these sensors weren't quite right. But there's another bit of equipment that athletes from all of these fields wear. Mouthguards. What are mouthguards? You know, those are the rubbery covering things that go around a player's teeth that act as a shock absorber, stopping teeth from getting knocked out and tongues bit off. Yuck! So these smart guards are fitted with a tiny chip that logs all the major head bumps that players get, even the ones that don't cause concussion symptoms at the time, but can add up to later problems. With the smart guard, the players can get treatment early on. They'll also compare data with the video footage and see if there are certain moves that do more damage than others. Very, very cool. 
Well, the Australian Football League has been trialing this revolutionary technology from a company called Hit IQ for two years. Soon, every player will be wearing one, even junior teams. Hmm, cool. The World Rugby Association is also introducing them, though it's using the U.S. brand Prevent Biometrics. Awesome. So when will the American football leagues and boxers start using it? Good question. The NFL started a pilot program in 2019 with players on four teams wearing them. We're waiting to hear what they found. Hmm. The pandemic has probably delayed things. Probably. But one thing is for sure: technology sure is making an impact on sports. Get it? An impact. <laughs> Good one, Pointer. And thanks for bringing us that big news story. But don't go anywhere. I need you for the rest of the episode. In fact, we're gonna stay with sports because I want your take on the new additions to the Olympic Games, in particular, skateboarding and surfing, two of your favorite pastimes, as I happen to know. You said it. So, both sports require a lot of fitness and skill, but have always been more of a sort of cool counterculture sport, right? As in, not part of the mainstream. I mean, no one has skateboarding lessons in PE class. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the appeal, right? So the big question is, how do the fans and the pros feel about it now being part of the Olympics? Good question, Lena. You're right. To some people, skating has always been seen as a street sport, and surfing as just having fun at the beach, more than a serious athletic endeavor. But so much fitness, skill, and hard work goes into mastering both sports. So, most people in the community are pretty stoked they're finally getting global recognition. In fact, it was a longtime dream of the father of surfing, Duke Kanemoku, otherwise known as the Big Kahuna. The native Hawaiian was a five-time Olympic medalist in swimming, but his other love was surfing, which he opened popular last century. On the other hand, Tony Hawk, who is considered the godfather of modern skateboarding. Did say two years ago that he was concerned the Olympic platform would inspire kids to skate just for fame or fortune, but he seems to have changed his mind since he was the NBC commentator for the Olympic skateboarding events, and he was there in person taking pictures of the skaters like a proud dad. That's the thing about the Olympics: when you start to watch all that talent from all over the world, but united in friendly competition. You can't help but be amazed, right? Totally, Lila. That's so true. Well, thanks for those insights, Porter. Now let's see if we can get my mama off the beach and into our magic hot air balloon, and get her to whiz around the world and tell us what's making the news. Sounds good to me. Should I play the sting? Go for it. What's that? I'll tell you what. That's the halftime bell, which means it's time to hear what's making news around the rest of the world. Hold on tight. It's around, around the, the world, world in eighty seconds. seconds. Hold The Delta variant of COVID-19 is causing worry around the world. The CDC in the U.S. is urging unvaccinated Americans to get protected, and mandatory mask wearing is popping back up in many areas. Meanwhile, in Africa, where countries have struggled to get hold of vaccines, the death toll from the virus rose rapidly last month, surging by 80 percent. 
Researchers from Stanford University have detected light echoes from behind a supermassive black hole for the first time. They say the black hole is warping space, bending light, and twisting magnetic fields around itself. Girls do better without boys at school, according to a new study from the UK. Girls studying at single-sex schools are more mentally tough than those from co-ed campuses due to a lack of harmful gender roles and the absence of male domination in traditional subjects. Fans of gymnastic superstar Simone Biles are applauding her courage to say she wasn't okay when she pulled out of several Olympic events last week. But they were heartened when she was back on the balance beam, nailing her routine and getting a bronze. She wasn't the only determined superwoman. Dutch runner Safan Hassan picked herself up from a fall on the last lap of her 1,500-meter race after tripping over an athlete who'd fallen in front of her. Hassan then went on to win gold in the 500-meter final later the same day. Why, thank you for that. Hold on. Let me see if I can do this. That whippity-wappity-zippity-zappity-rap of world news. Phew! <laughs> well done, Porter. And thanks, Mama, for coming in from the beach to bring us the headlines from around the world. And now, it's time for... Technology News. Technology News. As I'm sure everyone knows, Sunday is International Cat Day. Though, really every day should be International Cat Day. Uh, okay. Well... To celebrate, we have some great tech news for cat lovers. <coughs> so we've reported before on Newsy Jacuzzi about two different apps that can help you read if your pets are happy or not. And how do they do that? With the help of AI, of course. Yes, artificial intelligence. So basically, thousands and thousands of photos of cats and dogs were taken when they were all in different moods. And those photos were fed into a computer so that the AI could come up with a formula to determine which expressions were happy and which were sad. But this new app is a little different. It's just cats for a start. So no wonder why they call it the Tably app. So cute. It's from a Canadian health technology company, and it focuses on telling you if your furry feline is in pain. The poor darling. It uses something called the Feline Grimace Scale, or FGS for short. A 2019 study published in the Scientific Reports Journal found that the FGS is a reliable tool for pain assessment in cats. It looks at five things on the cat's face. Ear positions, Aww. whisker positions, cute. Head position, meow. Muzzle tension, that means how tense their jaw is. And a really fancy one, orbital tightening. In other words, how much their eyes are squinting. Cool or what? I'm going to totally try this out on my cats. Of course, you'd have to keep your cat super still to take a good picture. And according to one Tally user, her cat was really young when she found out that he had arthritis. That's when the joints around the bones swell up and hurt. 
Well, the app was able to track when her cat was having good days and when he was having bad days. It's also useful to clinics, allowing vets to remotely monitor their patients' recovery. We have to say, the app has some good reviews and some not-so-good reviews. A lot of vets say, just use your own eyes if you want to know if your feline is feeling fine. I agree. I mean, when the neighborhood dogs come around my cats, I can tell they're scared because they hold up their tails really tight and they fluff up. Don't need an app for that. Still, who doesn't like taking snaps of their cats and analyzing them all day anyway? Happy International Cat Day! Yes, kitty. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Give me your little nose. Thanks for that report, Leela. Why, you're most welcome, Porter. And now, let's head over to the Lucky Dip Machine and see what it spits out for us today. Awesome! I've always wanted to see the Newsy Jacuzzi Lucky Dip Machine. Sweet! Right, step, step right, right up, step right up. Step right up. The lucky dip machine. The lucky dip machine. What's it going to be today? Eh? An oddball, no doubt. An oddball, no doubt. Odd for sure. First of all, it's not every day we get a report on a sea turtle patrol. Oh, yes. And you'll never guess what they found along the east coast of America in South Carolina. Sounds like we need to head down to the coast to our South Carolina correspondent, Julia Goldman. Take it away, Julia. Thanks, Porter and Leela. Members of the Edisto State Park Sea Turtle Patrol, yes, that's a real thing, conduct regular nest inventories along the coast. Why? Well, when baby turtles hatch, they look to the moonlight reflecting on the water to guide them out to sea at night. But as humans have taken over most of the coast, the turtles get confused by the lights on homes and shops, so they don't always make it out to sea. That's where the Sea Patrol steps in. Officials and volunteers keep an eye on loggerhead sea turtle nests, counting the hatched eggs, the unhatched eggs, and sometimes even finding live sea turtle hatchings. Well, that was a case a few days ago when the patrol found three live hatchlings still in their chamber. But one was no ordinary sea turtle because it had, wait for it, two heads! It's very adorable, in fact. The phenomenon of having two heads is usually because of a genetic mutation and doesn't only happen to turtles. It's known as polycephaly, which is, can happen to other reptiles. Sometimes the heads protrude from opposite sides of the reptile's body. Well, you'll be pleased to know that the Edisto Sea Turtle Patrol released the hatchlings into the sea, including the little two-headed baby. Let's hope the expression, two heads are better than one, proves true. In South Carolina, USA, I'm Julia Goldman reporting for Newsy Jacuzzi. Whoa, what a story! Yeah, thanks so much, Julia. I'd sure do a double take if I saw that. Get it? And it's time to wrap up the podcast with the the top top five facts heard today. today. Fab fact number one. Special high-tech mouth guards are being developed to help protect athletes suffering from concussions when playing high-impact sports like football, rugby, or boxing. What are concussions? 
a knockout blow to the head that can give you headaches, as well as problems with concentration, memory, and even balance and coordination. Fab fact number two. Surfing and skateboarding are now Olympic sports, which would have made the Hawaiian man known as the father of surfing very happy. Who was that? Duke Kahanamoku, otherwise known as the Big Kahuna. Fab fact number three. A new app can help tell you if your feline is feeling pain using something called the Feline Grimace Scale. Which looks at what five things? It looks at a cat's ear position, whisker position, head position, muzzle or jaw tension, and orbital tightening. In other words, eye squinting. Fab fact number four. A unique two-headed sea turtle was discovered in South Carolina by the local sea turtle patrol. Why is such a patrol necessary? Because the turtles can mistake artificial light for moonlight, which is supposed to guide them into the water. Fab fact number five. What's the big fancy word for being born with two heads? Polycephaly. And that almost brings us to the end of this episode of Newsy Jacuzzi. Nice housing with you. Yeah, I could get used to this. Uh-oh, watch out, Mama. <laughs> if you enjoyed this dip in the whirlpool of news and information, then do subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Alexa, or wherever you get your podcasts. While you're at it, give us a good rating. Or better still, leave us a review. Alrighty then, that's a wrap. See you next week in the Newsy Jacuzzi.